Welcome to The Art of Leadership with your host, Nina Ellison. Today, you are invited to join Nina for an educational podcast that explores personal growth and elevates the value of soft skills in leadership. Thanks, Barry. I am Nina Ellison, delivering online learning that focuses on deeper dimensions of soft skills. If you look up the idea of soft skills, if you if you Google it, one of the one of the skills that is often listed is leadership. I think that's a pretty broad statement. And so each week I bring one small element of understanding into what supports the skills that move each of us from being successful leaders to leaders that leave a legacy. It would seem obvious that soft skills make a difference in lives, but Soft skills also make a difference in the bottom line of our businesses. I mean, these skills are not just nice to have, as I was once taught. They are need to have if you want to pursue success as a leader. In fact, according to a study by Boston College, Harvard University, and the University of Michigan, training in the area of soft skills can deliver a 250% return on investment based on these increases. This is the third week of hearing from nursing professionals as they have shared ways in this during this pandemic that positive thinking as a leader has had an impact on their lives and the lives of those around them. Why have I taken so much time to explore these three stories on positive thinking? In the first week, Lauren, sensing early in the pandemic the need for initiating mask wearing for all in contact with the elderly patients she worked with, was first told that the cost would be too great, that there wasn't a line item in the budget for personal protective equipment. Through a positive thinking strategy, Lauren found the path forward. In fact, there were so many steps along the way where she could have given up, yet her choice remained to keep a positive attitude and to bring others along with her in the changes she helped implement. Just the week before, on September 6, in his daily blog, Seth Godin, the global thought partner, wrote, Positive thinking doesn't solve every problem, but it's much better tool. It's a much better tool than negative thinking. I agree. And I believe in our world today, strategic positive thinking is needed. In the second week, Daniel referred to the sense of being in a pressure cooker, high tension, high heat potentially explosive environments, as he sought to deliver a rapid response with IT support for this new diagnosis of COVID-19 with clinicians who were working with an incarcerated population. While choosing to think positively didn't reduce the stress that Daniel was facing, his choice to recognize the stress and then to take a positive approach helped him to stay calm and to deliver what was needed for the clinicians, for the organization's leadership, and for Daniel's own team. In a later conversation, Daniel shared that his team is working more cohesively than ever before because of the experience they've gone through and because of the trust that is being built. So for today, let's jump into Amy's story. You'll still hear some thoughts from Daniel and from Lauren, but let's hear about Amy, a nurse practitioner who has re-entered school to advance her training in mental health as she feels compelled to meet the growing awareness of the high unmet needs in the mental health population. So I've just invited Amy to share her story. 
I have thought about going back to school to do my post-master's psychiatric nurse practitioner certification program. And this past fall, I decided to go ahead and proceed with that degree, which takes about a year to two years to complete. This was right around the time that COVID was really getting busy and intensifying and spreading across the world in in March. I was thinking, gosh, you know, how is this going to impact me and going back to school and really watching it spread in New York. It was really the epicenter at that point. And I'm watching my colleagues um, really feel the impact of that and and getting sick and um, really suffering, watching, you know, family members dying and not being able to be there with their loved ones and really starting to think about what I was going to do with my new degree once I went to school. And then in May, uh, I actually contracted COVID-19 myself and my husband and our kids. I did not fare as well as everybody else. I was sick for several months. I really thought, how am I going to do this? You know, how am I going to go back to school? I'm still sick and the finances. And I really was having a hard time. This is something that I really wanted to do and had been wanting to do for a long time. I finally got into school and I was just sitting there. I I don't know if I can do this. I I don't know. Maybe now is not the right time. I joined a, uh, it's, it's a COVID, it's a survivors group on Facebook and was watching the stories and thinking about the survivors and myself and all the family members that had lost loved ones. And I thought, nope, I have to go back. I have to go back. I have to do this work. I just felt you know, now more than ever, this is, is what I have to do. So I had to change my thinking and push myself forward to proceed with what I had planned to do and, and not let it stop me, not let COVID win, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot, Amy. And that phrase now more than ever, I, yeah. I just can't, I can't let go of that phrase that when we choose to have a positive mindset, the things that we intended to do for, for any one of your stories, now more than ever, it's important uh, to find ways, positive ways, to bring people along with, <laughs> um, even in a, an intense situation. And I know you've shared with me your desire to be a psych NP because you know that is really, right now, one of the greatest needs in healthcare. And so that was a, a burden to you that you felt like you wanted to do this. And now, with all that you've watched, with, with not only what you've gone through with COVID, but the COVID survivors you've talked with, now more than ever, you see the need for a, a psych NP. That's a powerful phrase we can use again and again when we're trying to decide when, when is a positive mindset needed? Well, <laughs> in tough times, it's needed now more than ever. Uh, Lauren, Daniel, any thoughts on, on what Amy has shared? And by the way, Amy, it's good to see you doing so well. Just want to say it's really awesome to hear going through such a tough and challenging time that, that the response to that isn't, well, I guess I've got to concede and, and you know, realign priorities, re, re, reassign myself to different things, but to, to put, push it even harder, even further, and take that challenge head on and then turn it around and say, okay, now I'm going to take this and even give back more as a result of that. That's just really phenomenal to hear and see, uh, and definitely the outcome of positive thinking. I think that'll take you a very long way. Yeah, it sounds like you were definitely in a, a very challenging situation, having COVID yourself, and then seeing that the positive impact it would have on others, you know, if you follow through with that and go ahead and start and meet your own goals, but at the same time, um, in turn, help others by achieving that goal. So definitely commend you for 
for your positive outlook on the situation and pushing through. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, thank you guys so much for taking time to share, Lauren and Amy and Daniel. You know, I, I don't know about you guys, but just hearing your stories, I'm walking away from this call so encouraged. Earlier in the podcast, I asked, why am I taking such time to explore these stories? Why are these stories so valuable? Amy's story today really shines the light on the value added when a leader strategically uses positive thinking. First, Amy shares how she identifies the question that allows her to pause and consider her choices. (laughs) And she thinks, how can I do this? I'm having such a hard time. How can I do this? Like Amy, we have to face reality before we can change reality. And I believe that identifying the question is often the pivot point. If you don't address the question, you can begin to head into a spiral of agreeing, yes, this is too hard. There are too many barriers. And your mindset shifts from the abundance of what is possible to the poverty of everything that goes against you. Or you can address the question. And one way is to begin to move towards positive thinking. Research tells us that in most circumstances, positive thinking improves problem solving and decision making. It leads us to be more flexible, more creative, more innovative, and also allows us to be more efficient. Positive thinking increases our decision making ability. And we know the decisions we make, not our circumstances, have the greatest influence on our lives. As you listen to Amy's story, it's at this point that she says, now more than ever before, she knows that she wants to accomplish her dream. She has moved from asking the question of, how can I do this? I'm having such a hard time, to saying, I'm going to make a decision. Because now more than ever before, I know this is the right thing to do. She has literally changed her mindset from thinking of all the things she's experiencing that are overwhelming, and she has chosen to move towards a growth mindset. One of the ways that this shift can happen for you is following Amy's path, identifying the things that are tough, call it out, be real, and then consider what you are trying to accomplish and shift yourself towards the mindset that says, now, more than ever before, I need to pursue this. What question are you calling out as you think, wow, this is too hard? Let me challenge you as I've been challenged myself by these three professionals who've shared their stories. Positive thinking is a strategic choice. It's one more tool that you can use with intentionality in your leadership thinking toolkit. But don't let it fool you. It may seem simple, but your choice to add positive thinking to your strategic leadership plan can be life-changing. Do you know someone who'd be encouraged by learning more about the deeper issues behind soft skill development? Invite them to listen in. And you can reach me at www.healthyleadership.online. If you've been considering a leadership coach, reach out for a free call so we can talk about how I can help you in your growth.